gentlemen welcome to another illustrious episode of dre in the neighborhood i'm your host mr dre dre whatever you want to call me and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood because we got an amazing guest in the studio right now ladies and gentlemen this man don't even need that much introduction because you have heard his voice before if you listen to the old podcast so ladies and gentlemen we got anthony bargis in the building or let me get the proper title coach bargis in the building Yes, sir. He's back in this mother trucker again. Look at this. Mm. How's it feel being back in here? Amazing. It, amazing. it feels amazing. Yeah. And guess who's back in top dog seat? Yeah. Yeah. It feels different, huh? The second best Se- podcast in the world. Uh, wait, second best? Yeah, I'm first. Oh, you're first? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little history. Funny when we came back in the studio and stuff. It's been a while since he's been back in here. At the old podcast that we had, the one-on-one, he did take over being in the, you know, handling the recordings and stuff, and he got very comfortable with it, and I could not get back in that seat, so he basically been in the pilot seat for the longest, but now, you know, he tried to get back in there, you know, muscle memory <laughs> and stuff, I was like, nah, 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 man, I'm the captain now, I gotta I got get back on my ship. He was a little bit disappointed, but hey, it's, it's okay, it's all right, you know, he understands he got comfortable doing something that he was not comfortable with at first. Yeah. We say, we can truly say this man grew as a podcaster. Hey, he never, you never expected, you never expected to do that, huh? Never, never. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm Mr. Put on, I put him on something. Shoot. You might as well start your own fancy football podcast. Yeah, that was for class, though. I don't know. I might, I'll see. Hey, I'm not tuned in. I see. Yeah, what? I there's actually a podcast that's really good to listen to. Let's see if I can find it. What is that? What in the world? Man, doing the recording? Huh? That's tragic. It's recording. Did you pause it? They did this in the coach's office too, I, or two days ago. Hey, this could be a long ass edit. <laughs> I just gotta redo this shit. Yeah, probably. <sighs> yeah, sorry about the little um, technical difficulties. Actually, not. Nah, it's not even technical difficulties. We just had like a long ass fire alarm just going crazy in the building right now. It was and a drill, t- though. It was a We're drill. We're all safe. Ain't no students on the campus. <laughs> we filled the drill. We don't run away from stuff, right? Think about it. We want straight smoke. Yeah. And where does smoke come from? Fire. So we're going to be in the fire, yeah. burning. But hey, it's what it is, because we real Gs. On gang. Yeah. Real Gs all day and tomorrow. <laughs> but these mother truckers talking crazy like they job mm. <laughs> What? Come on, bars. I do this. I do this. Anyway. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get straight into this illustrious episode. And as always, I always want to know what were my guests thinking when they posted this on their Instagram. And I know, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I cannot like make this up. I'm not exaggerating. We got the biggest Chiefs fan in the building and also the man that has the hardest IG captions in the world. So, first picture, we got a young Anthony Vargas just posted on the wall with the Chiefs <laughs> jersey. If I'm correct, that's Eric Berry. Yeah. Yeah, just with posted the tall Robin Forrest. De- oh, yeah. How can I forget about the shoe game, too? This man's shoe yeah. game is impeccable and stuff. So just explain. I just want to know, you know, how did you become a diehard Chiefs fan? Because you're from the Bay. This man's from California. And his favorite teams for college and pro football are in the Midwest. So yeah. like, how do you become a big Chiefs fan? So my grandpa is from Oklahoma. So he goes for Oklahoma. He likes football in general, so he'll go for Oklahoma and then Notre Dame. And then my dad, he just grew, he just raised me a Chiefs fan like ever since I was little. So I've been through it all from Trent Green, Matt Castle, when we had Dwayne Bowe, 
We had Jamal Charles going crazy, five touchdowns against the Rangers. So, I mean, it's just been since I was little. Like, I don't know. It's just been like that. Yeah. And then this picture, it was me. It was me. That's my cousin Julian. And then my cousin Franco. I think we were all out one night in Arizona because I was visiting them. And then we're like, we got to get flicked up. So we <laughs> just found a wall and posted. I'm mean, asked to put my foot against the wall and stuff. Let me look in the other direction. You know, yeah. it's crazy how, um, like, that picture, there's multiple things. Like, you have the t shirts, you be like, yo, the shoe game, <laughs> I just need to know, man. Like, when would you consider yourself a sneakerhead in the sense? Yeah. All right, so, like, when did, like, when did you get introduced to the sneaker game? When did it become like that thing? Because I know for me, I'm late to the sneaker game, and I can't. I don't have the luxury of buying them shoes because one, they just sell out way too quick, and bots are taking over the world and stuff. So I kind of got yeah. into the sneaker game like late. I'd say around 2017 is when I was like, okay, it's time to get some. Let me try to get some of these shoes and stuff. But like, when did when did you get invested in the sneakerhead like the whole shindig? Yeah, man. So like, I mean, all my life, like you just wear Nikes or something, fans. Like the the shoes that your mom will just go to the store, pick at, pick anything out because it's the same price. You just want a certain color or something. So didn't really have much shoe game anywhere from zero to 14. Then 15, I moved to the Bay, and then that's when I uh, met my good friend, Cartier. Shout out, K-Dub. Um... And he put me on the shoe game, man. So our first or my first sneaker event, we went to Duck Exchange and that was in San Francisco. And like basically it's just a shoe convention and like you, you can get discount on shoes and stuff. And he just put me on all the game really like because he lived there all his life. So he knows what shoes to get and what shoes to not get. Like you got to get the red shows, don't get flights and stuff like that. Yeah. That is that is definitely facts. I learned that too. They always said this when it comes to Jordans, you get the retros. You don't get no team Jordans, don't get no flights. Even though I do have one pair of team Jordans, that's because um, I forgot what the model's called, but I actually like the model. Yeah. I thought it fits my foot, like how my like, foot is, like it fits it. It fits my style. So that's the only like team Jordan that I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my first sneaker ever. Was some blue foam posits, some blue foam posits. Those were my first sneakers. Yeah, yeah. So far, and stompers. Yeah. So then, uh, then I just then it was just, I low key got like, not addicted, but like I just wanted every shoe out, and so, I got caught up in shoes. Got some Concord Elevens, Legend Blues, Black Toe Ones. I got a lot of shoes. I just wish it was a size 13. You just, you know, I can yeah. rinse some of them off, but you like 11, so that go to work. Um, I, yeah, I, I like sticking with this, you know, this shoe game and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because it's definitely, like I said, the sneakerhead communica- community is very interesting because you have those who enjoy, like, the classics and stuff. Then, you like, you have those who kind of go a little bit, like, futuristic, like kind of like out yeah. of pocket, and then you got those who really like the designer shoes, like you know your yeah. Gucci's, your Louis, and go in the aspect and stuff. I feel like it depending on like what your style is, and so like sneaker, like your sneakers only go work depending on how your like style, like how definitely yeah, matter what your fashion is. So like if you're wearing like for example, for me, I feel like I love ones. Yeah. Like, Jordan 1, I love that model because it's, like, a nice model. It's the first one, but it's a good model that works for me. Yeah. And you can rock them, like, crisp, or even, like, if they are creased up, because if they're creased up, it looks aged. Yeah. And aged sneakers always work, like, for a lot of fits. A lot of outfits, a lot of styles work with aged sneakers. Another model I'll say that I only have, like, one pair of (laughs) retros, and that's the ones. Yeah. But other models, um, the 12s. I'll say this: the my first Jordans I ever seen were the Taxi Twelves, 
And I fell in love with them things when I seen them. I seen them, I don't know if it was like a commercial or if it was the East, I think the East Bay magazines. Yeah. And I remember seeing them just like, yo, I got to get a parody. I was like, mom, is there any way we can find these shoes? Yeah. Couldn't find them. Tragic. I think I was around like maybe 13. Yeah, that's how I seen them. But like. Twelves, because that's the one. The reason why I like the shoes so much, because like it's a nice like, um, what's the word? Uh, what's the like silhouette? Yeah, there we go. There we there we go. It's a nice yeah. silhouette. I like the color scheme, like simple, like black and white, but the hint of gold and then like yeah. the hint of red. And also that like the twelve model came out in nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. And so there's some symbolism because I was born in 1997. So I'm like, this sneaker is just destined for me. Yeah. Like, I got to get this sneaker. I don't know how. I've been trying to. Yeah. I've been trying to. I'm waiting for it to you. try to re-release stuff. But, like, it'd be so hard trying to get sneakers nowadays, Dude, man. You know what's, like, I just want to go, like, eventually in my career... As a coach, I want to go to a Jordan school just so I can get some J's. Like, not just so I can get some J's, but, <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool to rep, like, J's, like, Well, like, it, just a different silhouette of Jordans. Yeah, like, bro, I would be that guy. It would be like, Coach Mark is just And then once I make it, make it, I'm going to just buy all the all the exclusive stuff. Oh, I get that. The like, 1 in 40s type stuff. Mm. You know, oh. It's a good thing you brought back um, about exclusive. Here's a interesting story. All right, this is when I was in uh, Inglewood. Yeah. I remember it was All-Star Weekend coming up, and I was hearing before that time so many sneakers would go drop. Yeah. I think the, I think it was the Brett Toes, or maybe the Gold Toes. One of them two was going to drop. Yeah. The Gold, um, there's also a, the Gold Top 3s and the OVO 12s. And so I saved up so much money because I was going to try to buy the OVOs yeah. and the um, Brettos. Bruh, I remember when they said, um, okay, the Brettos are going to drop. So I'm like, okay, Brettos are going to drop. I'm going to go to Shoe Palace because Shoe Palace is just right up, like, right up the street on like, Crenshaw and Century. Yeah. There's a Foot Locker that's also on um, West Century as well. That's near um, the Target. That's across from what is now known as um, SoFi Stadium. Yeah. And then, so I'm like, okay, also know the promenade. Santa Monica Promenade has Champs, Foot Action, and Foot Locker, yeah. and Shoe Palace. So I'm like, okay, so that's what I like. Got four stories right there. Like, So six stories down. There's also um, the uh, the mall on Crenshaw yeah. that has a shoe store as well. It's like, this is multiple, multiple. So I wake up early in the morning. T- I take the bus up to Shoe Palace, I see a line. I'm like, dang, this is going to be a dog fight. I'm getting close. It's a, they're all sold out. Crap. I'm like, shoot, let me try Foot Locker. Foot Locker, sold out. So I'm like, okay, I'll get on the bus. I'm going down South Bay Galleria. I'm still in my pajamas. Yeah. Right? No socks, just sandals. <laughs> so I just, I brush my feet and I do that and boom, gone. Okay. So I'm waiting. I'm in line at the shoe palace, waiting, waiting. We have no more sizes. We're sold out. I'm like, crap. Go to Foot Locker, no more sizes. So I'm just like, bruh, I saved all this, and I can't get any of my sneakers. So I remember just out of frustration, I said, I'm just going to buy a pair of shoes. So I bought, like, these um, Air Max 270s. It was, like, black and white with, like, um, some type of animal print. I just bought those. I just like, looked disappointed. I just like, I bought something, but damn, I didn't get the shoes I wanted. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, it really became real. Like, yo, it's going to be hard to buy sneakers. But nowadays, it's not even fun no more because it got these damn bots, bro. It's just that you got you got people who go to the lines and buy. Every size. Just a reseller. Si- yeah. It's just resellers just ruined the game, really. Bro. It's not... It's not fun. Like obviously, it's f- gonna be fun. Like if you get something, but you're not getting that shoe nine point nine times out of ten. <laughs> unless you get, unless you just buy the resale, which I've I've been wanting to cop shoes before they drop for like, and I should for like fifteen more than what 
They are, but as soon as they drop, their value just goes up, bro. Like to three, four hundred dollars is crazy. It is definitely insane because it's like, dang, bro. Like, I really want to buy these shoes, but is it even worth it? Because this is the retail price, and then this is the resale price. And then there's certain shoes to where, I feel like there's certain shoes that the resale price doesn't, like, doesn't match up with how they look. Yeah. Like, there's certain colorways that, to me, I'm just like, uh, it just doesn't... Like, it's not a great colorway. Like, this shoe's garbage, but, like, they bump it up to, like, 200 or 300 Or, like, it's a basic, like, it could be, like, the most basic and, like, bland colorway. And then they boost it up. I'm just like, bro, there's nothing about this shoe that I really care about. Now, you're just, yeah. just trying to make money and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I can see you selling, like, the bread ones from, like, like, bread ones for a certain price. Yeah. Okay, that's a classic model. Or even if you were the... Let's say like cement threes. Okay, those are iconic models. But if you give me like perfect example, the Air Jordan One Yin and Yangs, the uh, Yens are all white um, Jordan with like uh, the black swoosh right? and like the red, um, the red retro tag. Yeah. And then the Yangs are basically like the all black one with um, the white um, swoosh. Yeah. Those shoes, I remember at Shoe Palace, they used to be on sale for seventy dollars. Like, not really the best cut, just seventy dollars. I went on StockX. I went on GOAT. I see the price. Them things are $400 to $500. I'm like, bro, I'm not buying those shoes for that much. Yeah. Like, n- no. This, like, it's a nice shoe, but for a bland, basic, like, it might be a retro cut, but I don't think Jordan even <laughs> wore that color scheme in the game. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, it's just, it's not as fun, like, trying to buy sneakers. Like, it's not. But there was a peak time to where the shoe game was just going crazy, especially with collabs. Yeah, like, I don't know. I think uh, I think every if I'm not in cleats, I think I have a J on my feet every picture on my IG, except for one, two, except for two. But I mean, I just I don't know. I like shoes. I feel like that's. The main, like, I look at shoes before I look at someone's fit. Like, that sets the fit, basically, for me. Like, it goes, shoes, can I match a hat with it? All right, cool. Unless I have a fresh cut. No, I just rocked the fresh. <laughs> but I don't know, man. So what's the next picture you're trying to go to? All right, the next one. This is the infamous Infamous want to play a game picture. <laughs> this yeah. we both can tell this story. Yeah. All right, folks. I'm gonna give you a description. All right. So the, the picture is basically me, Bargers, um, Steve, Quincy, Jacob, Suge, and <laughs> Zach, and a, and a Michael Myers mask. So this is at um, it was, was it a convention center? I don't even know what it's called. To be right. honest. So this is basically. Halloween 2019. So it was a Halloween party, but it was a week after Halloween. The party was a week after Halloween. And so, you know, you you tell, we got two different perspectives because we both got separated when stuff happened. So you tell, you tell the beginning of stuff, what was happening. Anyways, first of all, the first picture is because we had this transfer that was from Mississippi and he just carried a Chucky doll around. Literally everywhere he went, to the calf, Chucky doll, in the locker room, Chucky doll, to the bathroom, Chucky doll. Oh yeah, like just everywhere. So I was like, "Hey, let me get a picture with your Chucky doll because it's Halloween. Why not?" Like, and so that's where that's where I put that caption. Second picture, you know, it's just Connor. It's just Connor, and, you know, Steve, and then yeah, I don't know. It was just a fun night to be honest, and then. It, Got turned anxious night, <laughs> anxious. <laughs> but we pulled up. You know, my boy DJ was hitting the chopper. Oh yeah, the infamous. He chopper did the first seatbelt. Seatbelt, seatbelt, seatbelt. Oh, that was a fun night. But then, did I, um, did I crash the chopper? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> into the light. <laughs> but yeah, and then we went in. It was cool. 
Um, what was it? Like Bethany guys showed up and <sighs> stuff. I don't know, causing problems. Anyways, worse comes to worse. Something's going on. It's like a fight, and then we hear gunshots, and then we everyone starts running. And so I was running towards a different exit, and I was like, like basically, if this door was locked, I was either gonna run through it. Or I was going to break my shoulder. <laughs> but I, thankfully, locked, unlocked. And I just, boom, got out of there, ran to the car, was seeing where everyone is, and then, yeah. All right. So, this is my perspective. It's Halloween. So, we just chilling with the boys. And this is this is 2019, Kato. Yeah. This isn't 2022, Kato. 2019, Kato was... Straight out of the gutter yeah. <laughs> trenches type of school. <laughs> Especially like the guys on the team, boy, we had some dogs. Yeah. So um we at the party and stuff, and um we're just having, you know, we're just having fun. We're just chilling. And then I just remember I turned around and I see I think Warren and C B and then like you know, the Florida boys, like yeah. Warren, like he, they just started like this, just fighting, like these dudes from Bethany just like trying to jump him and stuff. And so you just see you just see Cato guys like just pulling up and they just start battling. It's like a whole Mind you, this party is being put on by Cato people. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, that's the thing. Recruit if you ever want to go to Bethany, don't go to Bethany. Cause there's nothing to do there. That's why they always come either to us or McPherson. No, no, real talk. Before we resume the story, the amount of, because I be filming at parties now. Yeah, I'm filming on working security. The amount of Bethany students I see at Cato parties is like crazy. This just shows that there ain't nothing there. So if nothing. you are recruiting and you go going to KCAC and you think about going to Bethany, just don't go because I'm gonna see. Well, I'm gonna be graduating, either. but you're gonna be in Salina. All, all your weekends, exactly. every time, because so, ain't nothing. Either go and just be prepared to drive twenty minutes every weekend. Exactly. Forty but, minutes and all. Uh, but back to it. Um. So yeah, we're just um. They just you know it's a whole WWE battle royal. Okay, it's going <laughs> crazy and stuff. And then I'm confused. I'm just like, dang, they fighting and stuff. Like this is crazy. So I'm looking for because we kind of got split up. So I'm looking for like the crew. I'm looking for Ant. Actually, I see a whole whole flock of people running towards me, panicking. So I'm thinking somebody airing it out in the building. I'm like, dang, I <laughs> I know people be saying fight or flight, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't know where this gunman is. I'm gonna go in the back. So I basically got separated towards the back. And I remember, um, so I'm at the back. I got outside, and like I'm walking and trying to get back to the front. I see people hiding in the building. I'm just like, why are you hiding in the building? If somebody's airing this out, get out the <laughs> building and run. <laughs> So I'm trying, making my way through the front and stuff, and this is, this was a funny moment. I see, I see Gabe's girl crying. Oh, yeah. I see his girl, like, panicking. I'm just like, yo, you good? Like, what's up, what's up? He's just like, I was like, where's Gabe? He's like, I don't know. He left me. So I was like, dang, get yourself to the front. And I just, I keep pushing. I keep pushing. I'm like, I got, I got to find the boys and he figure out where they at. So I get towards the front. This, that, I think that's when I hear y'all, but that's when other things were happening and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember, um, Steve told me this because little Steve was out. You know, he, Steve's about he, he about the action, so yeah. he had fight mode. He um he had fight mode, and so he said, "Hey, who be singing that?" And then Pee Wee saying, um, "Look for that short on um, fat um mfr, um, the the fat ass over there with the dreads and stuff." And then Steve like popped him and stuff. And so after that, that's when we were just like, "Okay, this is crazy." That's when you said, "Hey, get in the car. We're going." And we're just trying to drive out, and 12 is everywhere. Oh, yeah. They were so deep, man, stopping every car and stuff. But we got up out of there, though. Yeah, we got out of there safe. But, like, the thing about, like, 2019, Caleb and Bethany is that every time we had an event, it's always been that one notorious Bethany kid that always had his crew, and they always started stuff. Yeah. And I definitely remember, do you remember this day when we was at Buffalo Wild Wings, and we seen them working? Oh, yeah. I even go to cap. I'm just gonna say this right now. Um, ain't nothing happened. I nothing was done. I was thinking, <laughs> I want. I go. I was having some dark thoughts. I was like, yo, we should really just like jump this man after work <laughs> for the amount of stuff. Like, I can't even enjoy a party without this man being 
the center of drama and stuff. So we can easily just like put him in the back seat or put him in the trunk and just like knock him off the back. Yeah. But are we going to do that? No. But like we're just saying like back then that's basically how that mindset was. But that it's always nice like just reliving like back then because it's a different campus now. It's definitely better. It's definitely yeah. better. But like the crazy stories and stuff and like some like the crazy parties like that was crazy. The um, oh yeah. Another party <laughs> was um I think it was the last one of 2019. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the one outside. Outside. In, the outside one. Look, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell us. You gonna know. You you will know exactly this party because the key event that happened. All right, I so, didn't go to parties. Uh, he, he he retired now. So this is the one where I lost no one. Oh no. One. All right. So this party is a baseball house. It's at the baseball house, and so. Our friend Nolan, shout out to Nolan. That man straight, he drank straight up vodka. And so he was basically gone. But he's like a quiet type of drunk. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. But yeah. like he's a quiet type of drunk. And so <laughs> all I remember is um, I was on the porch because it just got crowded. I'm just like, you know what? It's so crowded and stuff. I'm going to go to the porch and chill. And... um. Also, it was hot too. So I'm just going to chill. And I seen this shoddy. Like, this shoddy pulled up to me. And I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna cap. Shoddy was looking good. So she was supposed, she was talking to me. So I was like, I'm gonna chop it up with shoddy and stuff. Like, she kind of smoothed and stuff, you know, Black Queen and everything else. And so I'm chopping it up with her. And I see Nolan leaving like the house. And he's going to the side of the building. So I'm like, uh, hey, I'm gonna check on my boy real quick and stuff. So I'm checking on my boy. I see him lunged over on the side of the building. I'm like, okay, he's throwing up. But he, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He'll be okay. So I go back. I'm talking to her. I'm talking to her. We're chopping it up and stuff. I go back, checking on him. He disappears. I'm like, crap. All right. Um, this is bad. Either A, he went through somebody's backyard. And if so, I'm not going back there because I'm black. And I'm in Kansas. I don't want to take my chances of being like the next box office movie. I just don't want to. And so later, I mean the next day, you know, I'm getting picked up by his brother, which was a great thing. But um key events of that night was one, I lost <laughs> I lost Nolan. Yeah. Two, um the homie Jasper got pulled down by this one girl. It was oh, crazy. Yeah. Like Shotty like she was like very like small but like she she fell and she just dragged Jasper down with it. They just <laughs> hit the floor. I was like, dang. Some random dog got ran- oh, <laughs> was led into the party. Like, it was a stray dog just outside. And then opened the door. Like, somebody opened the door and the dog went inside. This man, people were just like, hey, yo, who dog is this? <laughs> the dog was just inside and stuff. That some girl was on, like, the roof in the front part on the phone. And I was like, but this is random. Like, why are you on the roof? And it's cold outside. Yeah. It was cold. But this was the, <laughs> these are the two main events. Um, uh, this was when um, just randomly you just hear some of the football guys going, ain't no way, this is crazy, ain't no way this is possible. And they're like, boy, you got to like, see this and stuff. I'm just like, but what's going on? We're going in the back of the house, and it's dark, and I couldn't see because like, my glasses were expired. So I couldn't actually <laughs> see what was happening. Your glasses were expired for like three. Yeah, I, got, I finally got new ones. It's great. Yeah. But um, <laughs> all I hear is like, bro, they're doing it on the roof. And I'm like, ain't no way. And I knew the person too. So we got somebody <laughs> making hot steaming love out in the cold on the roof. <laughs> and everybody found out about that. And then that's when um, we left. And I got um, Shotty Snap. And her friend wanted my Snap, but I didn't want her Snap. Now, I don't know. Did I drop her phone or did... I, I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't want that Snap and stuff. So I just disregarded getting the other one Snap. Because I was like, I'm not feeling it. I was like, my, my intentions are with um, this one, this one only and stuff. But my other homie, he popped up. He wanted to say, like, you know, bye and stuff. And um, I was just like, hey, yo, get my homie Snap. And so I... Put my homie on some game and stuff. And then as we leaving, a fight breaks out. <laughs> and that's when I found out. 
I'm thinking, okay, there's other K-Dub, Bethany fight. No, this is K-Dub on K-Dub crime at this point. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was definitely, definitely different. A lot of crazy things happened. Crazy, crazy. A lot of crazy things, but like, (laughs) 2019 party scene, that, uh, those were memories. A lot of things that we learned and stuff. Yeah. All right. I got the next one for you. And I'm going to read this caption. Young or youngin chasing dreams, reaching for the stars. Be all you can be, eat or you're gonna starve. This man got bars. <laughs> Straight bars, man. You wanna talk about drop the B? <laughs> Straight yeah. bars, man. You hella funny. Alright, this picture right here, good football picture. This was Tabor game twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. Spring, spring twenty twenty one. Alright, man. We got there's a lot of stories. That we can tell when it comes to football. But I definitely think there is some funny online stories that we can tell some. We're not going to tell y'all every story because I'm not going to lie. There's certain things that just need to stay in the locker room. There's <laughs> certain yeah. things that just have to stay in the locker room. But I know for a fact there's a funny online story that we can tell on there. Which one? Um... Gosh, there's, there's so many, really. I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep on picking on Nolan, but I will say when we found out uh, in the dorms, the stuff that he be doing, that was funny. Oh, that we ain't, ain't going to pick on him. We ain't going to pick on him. Mm. But there's, there's a lot of online stories that happen, man. Sure. I don't know. I think... I will say I think I had the most fun this past year. Just with all the guys... It being the last ride for us, having Soriano around more. Soriano is a funny dude. Yo, shout out, shout out to Andrew, shout man. Out shout out to Andrew. Shout out to, shout out to Andrew Soriano. That man, you want to talk about like a teammate that just knows how to like just bring entertainment yeah. and just make you laugh and stuff. This man. The stuff that he be saying at times will be just like, hey, yo, what? It's <laughs> funny. It should be like so funny and stuff. Especially What's one story, though. I can't. You know, fantasy football. When we started the fantasy football. Oh, that was cool, yeah. We started we had the fantasy draft at my house. Yeah, all my fantasy football had to draft that at his house and stuff. Um, the loser. And oh, yeah, we got to make sure he does it too. Loser of. The What's, who who was it? Jake Baldy. Yeah, Jake Bartorama. You gotta get a Kato tattoo. This is on. We gotta remind them that if you lose, say that co- again. Yeah, if you lose, aka Jake Bartorama, you lost the fantasy football league, so you have to get a Kato tattoo. Yeah, you gotta get that tattoo. You have to. Originally, it was gonna be a Coach Fam tattoo, and that's one of our coaches' name. But we was like, nah, we're not going to do that. We have too much respect for ourselves, so let's chill out and stuff. But it was just the team names, some of them were so funny because um, yeah. my name, um, ATL Debo, because I ride a bike, everybody call me Debo and stuff. Yeah. Um, what was what was your name, your team's name? The, I don't know. It was, it was, it was something. Um, Can I say it? <laughs> It was the Bark Daddies. Oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> the Bark Daddies. That's because uh, one of our coaches, Coach Heck, used to call me Bark Daddy. Like, what's up, Bark Daddy? So I was like, all right, bet. I want to just go with it. Just go with it. Um, who else we had? Oh, Bo- shout out to Big Bo- Bowman. He was like, well, point, like 0.323. Yeah, I don't know what that I, I, I don't know what that meant either and stuff. I guess he thought it was cool. Um, Anyways. Oh, yeah, we had, um, <laughs> what was Nolan's? Mid- oh, wait, 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 we can't see. Midwest Goat Fluffers. <laughs> How do you get away with that? I don't know. Oh. Actually, I have all, I still have the fans yet. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know how he got away with that name. Let me just pull it up. I don't know how he got away with that name. First of all, I named it Natty O-Line. Maybe maybe we should have named it that. Maybe we got jinxed yeah. a little too hard. I don't know. Anyways, we have the 
Jake Valderrama. The <laughs> can I say this? You can just exit it out if I can. Uh, oh wait, I know, eaters. I know his name. The West Side Booty Eaters. <laughs> that and he got Soriyah. <laughs> this is the best one. This Halls. Halls B word. <laughs> we got Chase Drip Dropper. <laughs> Midris Otts. Goat Fluffers, ATL Debo's .323 Practice Squad. That was <laughs> good. good. True. Mark Daddies, and then we have the Legends, because Hightower would rather be cool than funny. <laughs> but, hey, that's just my... I mean, he is, a, le- he is a legend. Yeah. Legend he gave me my only loss. My only loss was in the championship. 13-1. Oh, second loss. No. Second loss. No. He wasn't your first loss. He was. No, he wasn't. No, no, no. It's no, a 13 no, no. and 1. You he, he wasn't your first loss though. That's what, I I only have one loss on here. Yeah, guess who was two? In the championship, him. No. You lost in the reg- the you lost you lost in the regular season. No. You lost in the Let regular season against your boy. <laughs> you lost against me. No, no, no. What well, which one? Which one? Well, you you def what's week? Oh, I ain't got the app. Uh, do I get to have the app? Def pull it up because you. I definitely beat you. I blew you out. Oh, you did. Yeah. Why is it only saying one loss? I guess uh, they don't count postseason. Oh. Yeah, they don't count postseason. Two losses. Yeah, two, two losses. losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I, I got the. I did the unthinkable. Got the upset win after getting embarrassed by him earlier. Came back. Strong. He don't want to put me in Madden though. So I hate Madden. Anyways, Madden sucks. Anyways, <laughs> Madden sucks. R.I.P. Madden though. You said R.I.P. Madden. Yeah. I mean, look, I be enjoying my football games playing NCAA. John Madden. Oh, 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 oh! Okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, rest in peace, John Madden. You actually have done incredible things as a player, coach, um, commentator. Also, you know, we got the game after you. So shout out to that man. That man. Rest yeah. in peace. The game itself, recently and now, you gotta fix. It gotta be fixed. Yeah, they need to add more features such as just take the 340 days between the release and then whenever you have to market it or whatever to actually work on the game instead of just copying it and over. And then adding different animations. Facts. They just need add, to that. Just add. You need to add, First of all, you just got to add the legendary teams. People want to play with Mike Vick on the Falcons. Or they want to play with um, the old Patriots or the old Steel Curtain. Like, you know, they want to play with those teams. I want to play with uh, Jamal. And also Priest Holmes, all those guys, you know, so. You said who? Priest Holmes. Oh, okay. And so, they just need to add a lot more stuff to it. There's a lot of things you got to fix, man. Like, it know. doesn't even feel that competitive anymore. I mean, you could just. Uh, this, this ain't a time to bash Madden because they get, we can talk trash about them all the time and stuff. Yeah. But. You know, we are on the topic of Madden, NFL. Hey, NFL is going crazy right now. Um, Russell Wilson just got traded to the Broncos for a lot of pieces and a lot of draft picks and stuff. Aaron Rodgers, which one of the Green Bay Packers suck. Aaron Rodgers suck. I don't care about that franchise. That <laughs> franchise be talking the most trash. They had A-Rod for how many years? He only had one Super Bowl with them, and they always say this is the best team in the regular They're a good regular season. Regular season don't matter if we keep on choking in the playoffs, which they do. They lost to the 49ers. The 49ers were a sixth seed. They lost to Jimmy G. Jimmy G didn't even do anything in that game. They still lost. So bumped the Packers. The Packers suck. And you know what? Because I'm slandering people right now, the state of Texas sucked too. There you go. I said it. Richie, 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 Richie. <laughs> so you got that. Um, Calvin Ridley spending for an entire year of football. What do you think of, about that? I think, you know what? Let, let, let's talk about this because the NFL, let's be real, way too inconsistent with, um, 
how they punish players because you're telling me Calvin Ridley gets suspended for a whole entire year because he gambled like a thousand dollars. Yeah. He plays bets like a thousand dollar bet. Okay, so a thousand dollar bet that he plays, and now he's a suspended for a whole year, which means now he's going to lose eleven million dollars. And he wasn't playing those games. Yeah. So that, and then um, you know that happens. But um, if I'm correct, was it Ray Rice? You know when he you seen him like yeah. completely like waylaid like his wife. Yeah. And he only got spent for like six games. Yeah. So it's like. Where's, where's the priorities? Like, okay, sport betting, oh, you're gone for, like, the whole year. Or, like, you know, Josh Gordon situation, like, smoking weed. You like, know, you're gone for multiple do you know seasons. Who, oh, do you, uh, do you watch TikTok? Do you know who the next network is? This, uh, I think, this I kid, think. he's a Baltimore Ravens fan. Baltimore Ravens fan? Yeah. Let, let, let me just see. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The next, right here, the next network. This kid. I think I think I've seen him. I think I've seen him. So he basically said, he basically said, Calvin Ridley. I'll just play you the video. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got you. I got you. What's it? What's it? What they called? Why can't I play the video? I'm just going. I got this. I got this. It's called the next. I'll just send it to you. The next network. I'm trying to figure out what uh, video it was. Oh, there we go. The cover go down. I see. One, two, three, four. Right here. It's like Kevin really suspended right here. Uh, just play that, and then we're gonna see. Wait. You... Wait. Where? Where? Hello. We get back. It's only the fourth line down. Fourth line down. Oh, here we go. Calvin Ridley bet on NFL games last year. As a result, he has been suspended for at least a full season. I'm well aware what I'm about to say is very harsh, but he should be banned for life. There is absolutely no excuse for this, and we're talking about the integrity of the game right now. Legalization of sports gambling across the country, sports are going to have to deal with stuff like this, where you have athletes betting on games. And when something like that happens, you need to make an example out of him. This is the first one, and the NFL needs to make an example out of Calvin Ridley. Because this is not something the NFL should or will mess around with. You think one year is harsh? I don't think he should ever be allowed to play again. Man, hold up, hold up, hold up. Shut up, bro. All right, check this <laughs> yeah. out. Check this out. But sport betting, okay, I, I understand this stuff. But there have literally been some guys who have done worse stuff in the league, and they only get, like, a little tap on the wrist and stuff. Yeah. But, like, he wasn't even playing games. Yeah, he wasn't playing He wasn't playing, playing like, game. games and stuff. If anything, I'm, I'm, I'm most likely sure he wouldn't be dumb to bet again, like, to try to, like, sell in games yeah. just so, like, the person, the team that he's betting to win. Can I don't win. know. I don't think I he's going to do that. One, I just think... It was a bad decision by him. Yeah, but yeah, bad decision. Bad decision. Two, it's just an unfortunate situation to where he should be suspended three to four games, something yeah, like that. Don't, like a whole year. A whole season is not. Because if now that, I can see if he's taking five million dollars and betting it hmm. against the Falcons, and then he's fumbling. And he's not yeah. catching balls and stuff like that. But that's that, like the organization thing. Like if he's going like, like if he's betting against his team and then causing stuff, okay. But most like he's not dumb. Like a thousand dollars. But if he was yeah. betting against the Falcons to lose, he I feel like he'll put more money in. Yeah. That's what we the Falcons. Like. The Falcons I don't, don't know. struggle about that. It's just a weird situation. I just think um it's unfortunate. Um I don't know. Because, but at this point, if that's a year, like, suspension. Yeah. Then what is every other violation? Yeah, like, domestic violence needs to be a year then. Yeah. Like, if you're going to make this a year, then you have to really, now you got to increase every other punishment for every other thing. If that's a whole year, like, any other, like, any other, like, things that happen, it's not even like it's illegal. That's the thing that he did legally. 
yeah. in a sense. Okay? okay, so you think about it, if anybody violates any type of laws and stuff and stuff like all of that, then what type what they go again? If you go to suspend somebody a year for doing something that's legal, just like might not be like your way in your like league, then anything else that happens, but either two, three seasons, four, now yeah. you gotta you gotta be fair when it comes to punishments now. Yeah. Like that's the things. Like they they put themselves in that situation to where okay, so now if somebody else does something bad and you don't punish them harshly, like how you punish like Calvin Ridley or how you punish um, Josh Gordon, yeah. now you're gonna look bad. It's gonna look, and they've been doing this for so long. I'm like, you gotta find consistency when it comes to punishing players. Yeah, because at this point, it's just like, bro, think about it. like this man betting like a thousand dollars. Now he's about to lose a, like eleven mil. Yeah, eleven mil he can't even earn. Yeah. <sighs> tough you, day, man. tough day. Mm. But yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it, man. You know, and the NFL be doing some weird stuff. <laughs> Not even sometimes. It just, uh, it just be so much that be happening with NFL, fam. I feel like there's a lot of things that just gotta figure out and stuff. Like a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, it'll get. will figure out something. It's been a lot of news that's been happening. You have that NFL draft coming up. Very interesting on draft class. Just had testing. This is probably the fastest draft class I've ever seen in my life. They had 10 offensive linemen run under a five flat. That's very impressive. You have a defensive end that ran a 4-3. That's a little bit scary. You got... (laughs) But, like, this, like... I feel like with this draft class, you got guys who definitely have, like, big potential. It's not as hyped as last year's draft class, but I feel like this draft class has solid players to where they can fit in schemes, and, like, you can plug them into schemes, and they'll benefit that scheme. Yeah. And they'll really, like, help that team get better. Yeah. You might not have generational talents like that, but you got guys who will be solid, and, like, they can be, like, solid star- like yeah. starters. And then progress to really, like, surprising people and be like, yo, this man can possibly have a half fan career, be, like, all pro. I feel like that's the thing that you're seeing from this draft class. But you're seeing some crazy athleticism from a lot of these players. And this is just this draft class that, yeah, a group of, like, a large group, not even just some standouts, a lot of people have, like, stood out from this draft class and stuff. And so now it's like... They had the semi truck that was going hella fast. Oh yeah, Jordan Davis. Jordan that Davis. That's scary. That is scary. A Jordan four, Davis, a four eight. Four eight forty. He's Jeez. six six three forty one. Jeez. That and that's scary. So now it's like, are we like seeing the evolution of players athletic yeah. wise? Yeah. Like <laughs> of our eyes. I feel like, bro, this draft class will be memorable because. This might be the draft class that like starts to evolve the game. Yeah. In a sense. This draft class I feel like will actually evolve the game. Like I said, this defense you have a defense of everything a four three. Yeah. It's about to get scary. I like I want this draft class to succeed because that means that we really witnessed a draft class that changed the game of football. Yeah. Like it's about to it's about to get crazy. You know, just keep on paying attention to that. Alright, we're about to end it right here. You know, just one last thing, you know. Um you are, you know, you're a coach as well now. You know, you very, you know, you went from being a student, graduated, and now you're a coach. I just want to know, um, you know, what's like if you can map out the next five years of coaching, what does those next five years look like? Is it for me in general or just coaching in general? We'll say, I mean, if you want to do me, you in general, let's say you in general. Okay. Well. So, I just started my master's this January. It'll take two years, so I should be another December grad. So, December 2023, I'll be finishing up my second year of coaching with a master's. And then I'll be looking for a full-time position somewhere. So, hopefully, I can move up a rank, D2, D1, I have a lot of connections, and then obviously, like, just being on this coaching staff, we have a lot of connections, especially, like, I've been, like, I've been actually talking with, like, Drinkle and stuff and, like, talking over offensive schemes. So, I mean, I think just wherever I want to go, I'll go. Like, I'll apply anywhere. 
I just want to go to a D1, hopefully. But, I mean, hopefully um, just move up the rankings, keep coaching, keep affecting kids. Um, but, yeah. And, yeah. So, also, I'm closing in on a house mm-hmm. in Salina. What? Yeah, so. So that'll be that'll be interesting. So if we do move, then we'll start renting it out to people and stuff like that to make extra money, and then um, we'll go from there. But yeah, I mean it's just been really fun so far. It's about to get more fun because we're about to um, be on the field soon. So hey, hey, hey. I will say um, I've been dabbling in my little coaching things too. Been helping out with flag football. Shout out to my girls. I do yeah. got the thumbs up to help out with spring ball. So, you know, hey, just think about it. Just two years ago, we were um, on the sidelines, you know, we're players, but we basically were coaching yeah. us losing to Avalon Southwestern. Yeah. And now, like, we're actually doing this, man. We're actually doing this. But, like, hey, man, shout out to you for pulling up to the studio, you know, pulling back up to your little home and stuff. I know you wanted to be behind yeah. here because I know you definitely wanted to, you know, press this button. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you definitely want to press that. And, um, of course, I know you always like to do our little um, your little call to action. I can't even find it. But, hey, where could the uh, you know the neighbors find you, in a sense? On um, uh, You know, social media. Oh, I, that's the thing. I, I, I'm thinking about changing my social media name. Do you think I should go to Coach Bargains or just go back to Anthony Bargains? Because I feel like... I graduated, and I'm a coach now. I don't think I can be known as Nacho Business. I mean, that's just your personal. Nacho Business. I, mean, I don't no, know. No, 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 definitely. No, no, you got to change. IG one got to change. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. IG one But you change. can find me at Vargas underscore KWU on Twitter. Um, and then follow me. Add me on PS5 if you're trying to get to work on Madden. <laughs> the Fluffy Assassin. The the Fluffy Assassin? Yeah. That's the name? Yeah. Funny story. Actually, uh, my friend Deshaun, we would always play basketball together. And, you know, I would just knock down threes and stuff, and he just made that name up for me, Fluffy Assassin. The Fluffy Assassin. Yes, sir. That's nice to know, man. And as always, if you want to continue to indulge in this illustrious content, click the bell notification on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Eat. You can also follow me at my social medias. Eat. What? No, I say eat. Ah, this man. You, you messed up my whole call to action, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me, Mr. DRE, at Dreams Represent Everything on Instagram. I'll make sure to put that in the link below. Make sure to tune in next week as we are going to continue to stroll through the neighborhood. And also, your boy's been working on a project. I'm not going to lie. Stay tuned. You know what? Yeah, man. Yeah. Been working on a lot of game-changing content. It's going to be a lot of personal projects. It's going to be a lot of fun. But you can't make me an edit, though. Anyways, continue. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. See you later. Peace. Peace.